okay. I am just getting these stories up on the podcast quickly because I know the per- the people who share the stories are excited to share these with their friends and family all across the nation. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Expressing Motherhood podcast. I hope that you'll subscribe. It helps us out. And also leave a review. Uh, You can also find us on Instagram, of course, on Expressing Motherhood. And know that we have a show coming up here in Los Angeles and with a new cast in April. And we also have a show on uh, Mother's Day in Boston. Tickets are on sale for both of those shows. And then we're also accepting submissions for our first ever Connecticut show. Those submissions will be accepted till May 1st. Just ignore my home phone if you can hear that. It's just always solicitors, right? You are about to listen to Megan Oberlay. Megan Austin Oberlay is a writer, artist, and actress, as well as a mother of three boisterous boys. Megan is a copywriter and editor working for corporate and individual clients. She is a member of SAG, Actors' Equity, the Angeles Crest Art Guild, Ladies Who Lit, and LOA Ladies. She is delighted to return to Expressing Motherhood and share her stories. Well, I was so delighted to have Megan. She, um, this was the piece that actually closed out our March show. Without further ado, here is Megan in Expressing Motherhood. I took my three boys to Vermont this past summer for a week. Just them and me. My husband couldn't take the time off. Usually we divide and conquer. He handles the logistics, I handle the kids. This time I booked the trip, the rental car, and the inn, the four of us in one room to cut costs. I wondered, how would our week go? Me and my boys, ages 14, 12, and nine. Scott's the fun parent. I'm the other one. (laughs) The one who insists on sunscreen, the one who makes sure they eat protein. The day of the trip, we landed in Boston. The kids glassy-eyed from six continuous hours of screen time and more sodas than should be legal. We lugged our gigantor duffel bags to the budget rental car line, which snaked for an indeterminable length. We were in for a long wait. Typically, this would result in fighting, whining, and my nine-year-old crying. It's the reason all these years I haven't been brave enough to travel alone with the three of them. Miracle of miracles, they were chill, approaching me occasionally, zombie-like, to ask when we could go. I got our paperwork and the car assignment. We lugged the duffels to spot 22, empty. Someone had taken our car. The man in the lot assigned us another car. The duffels wouldn't fit in the trunk. Third car, success. We were on our way. A couple hours in, we pulled into our fave pit stop for dinner. The kids had spaghetti, and I had clam chowder. I was in New England, after all. Towards the end of the meal, my middle rat-a-tat-tatted a series of small staccato farts. My youngest spit out his water. My eldest said, oh my god, you hag, and then laughed so hard he farted as well. All three boys boys rolled around on the pleather booch booth benches, squealing. Had my husband been there, I would have gotten irritated, lectured them on manners, and chided him for laughing with them. Instead, I laughed. Then I told them to knock it off and go to the bathroom. 
Late that night, we landed at my parents' house on Utley Brook. The sound of the water rushing by, the smell of the pine trees, the stars set against the inky black sky. I felt Vermont welcome me back into her arms. When my parents built our house, more of a cabin, on three acres of land in 1973, it was a one-room structure with a loft for sleeping, no electricity, no plumbing. We kept food cool in the brook, used candles, and pooped in a hole in the woods. We drove there often from Connecticut, where we lived in a rental apartment. We marveled at the fall leaves, toboggan down the steep dirt road that led to our house, caught frogs and minnows in the brook in the summer, and swam at the swimming hole under the bridge right next to our driveway. I spent every summer of my childhood in the woods by the brook, running free while my parents painted in the barn they'd made into their studios. I've always wanted my kids to feel the magic of a Vermont summer, but where I had months, my boys' visits have been limited to a week here and there. The very first morning found us hopping up the rocks in the brook to the swimming hole under the bridge. I showed my youngest how to find the baby salamanders in the shallows by the rock dam. I found three leeches in the silty shallows, flicked them onto the shore with a stick, and my middle smashed the bloodsuckers with a rock. My mom, my mom found a turtle at the far end of the swimming hole, a snapper. The boys oohed and awed at the prehistoric-looking creature, then went back to swing on the rope that hung from the bridge, screaming with laughter as they dropped into the water. I got a big stick and clambered up on a rock to keep an eye on the turtle. That night I drank a beer from a mason jar and looked around me. The kids played a game of cornhole outside as the sun sank over the mountains, purple with alpenglow. Perfection. I'll be honest, sometimes I find it hard to be a good boy mom. It's taken me a while. My eldest is now 15 and I'm still learning. I guess I'll always be learning with them. Just when you think you have a handle on things, they change. The boys' bodies, minds, and spirits contract and grow, changing shape and direction like seedlings. When we first arrived in Vermont, my mother exclaimed in wonderment, I feel like they're taller and bigger just in the two months since we've seen you. Later that evening, my eldest looked through my high school senior yearbook. There I was. 18, long hair, dewy skin, only myself to think about. He read the list of things I was involved in, the clubs and productions. Wow, Mom, you did everything. He seemed genuinely impressed. My kid was getting to see me in a different way on this trip. Without my husband, back in the fold of my childhood home, my boys were getting to interact with me, Mom, on a different level. In the bookshelves, I found an old stack of comics my sister and I used to read. Archie and the Gang, Casper the Friendly Ghost, Donald Duck. You guys, these are Aunt Marion and my comics from when we were kids. You guys, here's where I wrote my name in crayon on the wall in the loft. You guys, let's take a night swim. Look at the stars. Can you see the Big Dipper? You guys, I love you. I am loving being with you. I love being your mom. I didn't say those last things. 
but it's how I felt, how I feel.